Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas and I am still trapped in the laundry. When will I ever get the fuck out of this laundry? But it doesn't matter because I'm sharing it with my dear friend, Dora Joesinger. Thank you so much. And for the listeners to know, sharing it virtually. I have never st- set foot in that laundry <laughs> and uh, especially you not in this condition. You walk through it to go to the bathroom? You walk through it to go to the bathroom? No, no, no. no. I don't interfere with the common man like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we've got an amazing, amazing guest. Uh, oh, my God. I'm so excited because I've been trying to tee this up for a couple of while, but there have been a few uh, amazing little accidents to happen along the way while we couldn't do it, which I hopefully we can get into. But please, welcome. Fum, formerly... I'm a celeb. Get me out of here as well as uh, international model for bras and things. Guess and playboy, Ben Lomas. It's Simone Holsnagel. <laughs> Hi. Thanks Mate. for having me. Thank you so much for coming. So first things first, how's the eye? Oh, Jesus. It's better. <laughs> don't even, I don't even like, I've actually had to go get a COVID test the other day because I woke up again and I had a super sore throat and I went to my doctor and he was like, you've had three styes in a matter of weeks and now you have a sore throat. He's like, I think you're just incredibly run down. And I was like, me too. But I looked yeah. like Quasimodo for about a week. <laughs> yeah, that's how you remember. But that, that, that's what's uh, uh, amazing to me because you still had a, a shoot last week, right? In spite of it. Like, I think I saw you. My dad's <laughs> office phone's ringing. Never mind. He's not here. That's fine. That's fine. I just um, love the fact that we're in your dad's office at the moment. Actually, no, can you I'm, answer it and say, make, make some deals? What does your dad I, do for work? This is great. Oh, he's, this high, is... he's a hydrographic surveyor for the government, so I don't think I should answer the phone. That is your amazing. dad's hilarious, by the way. You. Your oh dad, God, dad makes so me funny. laugh a lot on your Instagram feed. He's... Um, uh, he tries to act like he doesn't like being on my Instagram, but he yeah. low-key loves it. Loves let's, it all, let's also appreciate I've never felt this old on this podcast when someone said, my dad's phone is ringing. I feel now I like, I am that dad. Like, I'm waiting for my daughter to go, oh, dad's phone's ringing. Like, I'm at that well, stage. Well, <laughs> it's our only landline in the house. By the way, I am living at my parents currently. I just, well, not just, it's been a year now. I moved back from the States last August and I was like, my older sister was having a baby. So I was like, I'll stay around home for a bit because I haven't lived at home since I was about 18. Mm. I'm 27 now. Um, And then like obviously at the start of the year when COVID and everything happened, I was like, I'm not going to leave home and have to worry about paying rent and shit while this is all going on. No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the way. I'm still here. I know, and the way things were in LA at one point, like in the middle of the year, it uh, it just looks so scary. Oh, thank God I wasn't there for all of that. Like, I had friends telling me that there was, like, army tanks on, like, mm. every corner. And I lived right off Hollywood Boulevard, like, not where the Walk of Fame is, probably about, like, a 15-minute walk. But I lived at the bottom of uh, Griffith Park. Um, oh, so it was yeah. still pretty close. But I'm so glad that I wasn't there. Uh-huh. I would have been the- like in the fetal position on the floor, rocking away like a crazy person. Yeah. Now, do you know where that is, Dill? Because for the first time ever, when you were describing it, Simone, I actually know where that is. And the only reason <laughs> I know where that is is I've been watching Selling Sunset, which is all about oh my real God. estate Classic in Hollywood. Show. And, and it's the most 
like I can't believe that someone like me was like, oh, I was like, oh, someone goes, you have to watch, you have to watch it, and it's just. It's one of the best trashy shows I've ever watched in my life. It, it is, is great, isn't it? I just, started watching it. I need to get back into it. I'm up to like halfway through season two. But it's just great. It's the Hollywood glam plus real estate and design. It's all my loves in one. <laughs> you know, I had to do a job once in LA. I got paid like a couple of grand for it as well. It was on Valentine's Day and it was for this guy he owns whatever real estate agency, but it's like, I think it's the number one one in California. And they paid me to go and just swim in the pool while they videoed it on a drone and it was sick. <laughs> I can't even swim properly as well. I was like, you picked the you, wrong You got the girl. floaties on? Yeah, I was like doggy paddling to the edge of the pool. I'm like, this is not what you're after, but... I just, anyway. <laughs> I just love it that they'd pay Simone a couple of grand to do it and they'd pay me a couple of grand to leave the pool. <laughs> <laughs> please don't Yeah, it. please put your shirt back on, sir. Here's take a couple of grand <laughs> with you. How did you get in here? Just get out. Here's a grand. Fuck off. That's so funny. <laughs> so yeah. really what I want to get into, what I love about your uh, position, uh, Simone, is that when I follow you on Instagram, you've got such great balance, or at least what looks to me as great balance, between... <laughs> You, fuck, your fresh pastas, like, that kills me every time I see you cooking at home. You're an amazing chef and you smash it. Thank you. And then every morning at, like, what, every day at 5 a.m. you're yeah. up at the gym? I get up at 4.20. Hey, um, blaze up. Everyone <laughs> says that to me. They're like, ooh, 4.20. I'm like, yeah, bro. I'm like, not smoking a joint before I go to the gym. I have <laughs> no idea what that means. You didn't know, you don't know what 4.20 means? 420, what, yeah, I look, you're, you're not that chat. old. Don't no, pretend. And used to be a weed dealer as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's Which, like, I don't know why it started. I'm yeah. sure someone will tell me once this goes to air, but it's like the time that everyone smokes weed. And there's a there's a theory that it might have been the, the police code or something like that. You know how 187 is homicide. Yes. Then also there's April well, no, 20th. Oh, no, I didn't know that. But... April 20th is celebrated uh, uh, yeah. in, in Flagstaff Garden. They, they all just show up and blaze up. And the police, like, look away for that, uh, for that day. Have you not heard really? any of this, Ben? I've never heard of this. And I have been one hell of a pothead in my past. <laughs> <laughs> so have I been that stoned that I've actually missed a stoned reference? <laughs> Yeah, there's like a stoner holiday. Yeah, the 20th yeah. of April. It's 420. Yes. Wow. So. I mean, it's been a while since I've... But yeah, blaze up 420. Okay, so you have a big yeah. bong before you go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I wake up, go to the gym. I'm there by 5 o'clock. Yeah. I go... We do 45 minutes with my amazing trainer, Adam, mm-hmm. who's been great. And then just recently in the past couple of months before I had this shoot in Byron, I go... I leave there at 5.45 and zip around the corner and go and do Pilates for an hour. So I've oh, done, okay. like... I'm done by 7 o'clock, which works out well for me because then if I don't have anything on, I just, like, chill for the rest of the day. Yeah. And if I do have stuff on, like, I might not go to Pilates and I'll just go come home and get ready and go and do whatever I need to do, like, in Sydney. And, yeah. and, and I that's... really like it. And so what time do you go to bed in order to wake up 4.20 fresh for yeah. the work? For uh, the I wake up, I go to bed at, like, 9. Okay. Right, right, 9.30, right. but, like. So you're getting so... about eight, eight hours or so anyway. Yeah, yeah. A bit, yeah, seven, seven yeah. a bit, yeah. 
So, all right, okay, cool. Because this is amazing to me, Ben, because we've never had a uh, a model on the show before where we've had, you know, comedians who are super fit or we've had comedians who are super fat and sports stars, but never someone who's sort of, um, you know, source of income is linked to to image. You know what I mean? Like for us, we're just sort of this thing where we're just having a crack at something, whereas yours is like, no, this is part of your job, you know? Speak for yourself, Dill. I I, I get paid for my looks. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, you're right, Dill. We we haven't had someone whose sole income is, uh, and I assume it is. Sole, you're just making assumptions. (laughs) But but a big part of you is, is, because when did you start modeling? Oh gosh, I started modeling when I was 16. So it's been 11 years now, maybe I was 15. Was that by choice or did someone see you and this girl's got it? No. When I was younger, like I've just always said I wanted to be a model and I was I always have this discussion with my mum. I'm like, how did I even know mm. what that was? Because like I got my first motorbike for my fifth birthday. Like I, my family um, had a dairy farm. My grandparents did. So like I was down there every weekend. So I definitely wasn't like, you know, like a glamorous childhood yeah yeah. like it was amazing on the farm and shit but like i don't know how i even knew what a model was but we've got video on like christmas day at the farm in like 1996 so i would have been about three of me like walking down the back stairs and i'm like hi (laughs) and my mum's like do the pose do the (laughs) pose and i'm like and I walk towards the camera and I like blow a kiss and my uncle goes supermodel Simone and I like turn around and I like wave. And That's amazing. A... You're getting your 10,000 hours like knocked out before you've even turned 13. I know. So do you have so, yeah. like an equivalent of like, so I, when I think of the nineties for me, it's like, when I think of models, it's like Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell, Claudia Schiffer, like that whole era of that. Elle like, McPherson. Mm. Elle McPherson. So was that like, like heroes of yours that you particularly looked up to in terms of that? I loved um, Claudia Schiffer and Karen Mulder. And they're well, my favorite. I think I know Karen Mulder. Oh, oh my God. She looks just like me. So you basically know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I do love her. Um, I just really like them. And then I like really liked all the guest pictures, which funnily enough. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's how I kind of started out. And, and then, so then, so with Next Top Model, I think okay, you got a bit more of a public profile and then built from there. I had been wanting to do it for years and my mum's like, you're not going on a reality show, they're trash, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. And a girlfriend of mine, she was like, you've got to go on the show. And I was like, all right, I do have to, don't I? So we filled the forms out and I just was filling it out because I was like, we're never going to do this. So I was kind of filling mine out like dead honest. Like what you wouldn't say to a producer in a meeting about, you know, going on to any show, right? Right, right, okay. So I was just like very myself and very uncensored. And I, my mum was like, you're not really doing it. And I was like, no, I'm joking. She was like, yeah, I read through that form and I didn't think that those were serious answers you should be giving to like anyone in a position of like power, putting you on a show or not. Yeah. Anyway, so me and my girlfriend, we had this plan. I'd packed my bag at school. Like I had heels in my school bag and I forged an early leavers note saying I had to go to the doctors or something. And um, (laughs) 
me and my girlfriend, we were sitting in drama and we, it was first thing in the morning and I was like, oh, I can't be bothered to go. And she was like, yeah, neither. And I was like, fuck it, I'll just do it next year. And so I'd already handed my early leavers note in. So I was like, yeah. well, I'm not staying. So I had my other girlfriend pick me up and we were actually sitting at her house. We are watching Foxtel and we were smoking weed and the ad came on. I think I had like a Gatorade bong or something. And the ad came on for Top Model. And she was like, aren't you supposed to be doing this today? And I was like, I was like, yeah, man, I'm not going though. And she was like. As you're goes, pumping up your Snoop Dogg playlist. Yeah, she goes, well, good thing you didn't go to Sydney today because the audition's tomorrow, you absolute idiot. Oh, and I was like. Oh, cool. Like, and she goes, well, if I drive you, will you go? And I was like, yeah. What an awesome friend. You're so chilled about this. So the next day I did the same thing, took my like outfit change in my bag. And then I, um, I handed my early leavers note and she picked me up and we went into Sydney. We went to Pitt street mall and, um, I got straight through (laughs) Like lots of girls got shortlisted, but they were like, you're straight, like you're on the show, you're straight through to the top 100. And it was about 4.30 or something. And my mum's like, where are you? Where are you? Because I wasn't home from school. Yeah. And she kept calling me and calling me and calling me. And then my older sister was like, a pair of my shoes are gone. And my mum started calling my friend. And then I finally answered the phone. I was like, mum, I'm about to walk into a meeting with the producers of Top Model. I have to go back. I'll be home home when I'm home. And then, yeah, I got straight in. And then she continued to like blackmail me for about three months in the lead up to the show because I'd forged my parents' signatures and all of my forms. Oh my God, right. Yeah, because you had to be 18. Otherwise you like had to have parent like a parent signature. So so you're the reason why there's there's so many cross checks now on reality. Television. Just, I love yeah. this. Like you got, you got the your parent signature in the one hand, a spliff in the other one. And you're like, yeah. So I'm like, about to go on reality TV. Bitches. Yeah, I was like, this is gonna happen for me. So I forged their signatures, and then yeah. So when I got the actual forms for the show, because there's like a lot of paperwork, um, my mum was like, if you don't take the clothes off the line, I won't sign your top model form. And I'm like, <laughs> What an amazing Ben as a parent for you. Like you've you've got you tried to bribe your kids here and there, surely. Oh well, in, in lockdown, that's all that's been the case. But the idea that you could have it on paper. Yeah. <laughs> just go, saying, I'm not going to send you on a reality TV yeah. show if you don't do your chores. That's I so know. funny. And then like because my mum's a teacher, and obviously we've got like a very distinct last name. Um, my mum was like really concerned about me she was not going to let me use our like name. She was going to make me go on with a fake name because she was like worried that I was going to be such a shit on the show that it would like reflect badly on her as a teacher. (laughs) That's great. She was going to make me use a different name. She's worried about her reputation. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I mean, I get it though, because like, imagine if I was like, I didn't, I was fine. Like, I didn't get a bad edit or anything. Like, I was just myself. So, well, I know a few things about bad edit. I did. I'm a celebrity. Did you get a bad edit, Dill? It looked like he worked on the show and he wasn't a celebrity. (laughs) 
show you you're a bit quiet and i was like yeah i know and by the way i should say thank you as well when i got out of the jungle i saw you had done a lot of quite a few posts simon uh trying to get oh, people yeah. on side I was, so i appreciate I that that you were going in you know they're filming it this year in like Coast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's the that's the um, the, yeah, the, German, the conspiracy the theory. The oh, yeah. conspiracy theory is that it's all it's not in South Africa. It's just in. A in, couple in of Gold people Coast. think that it is like definitely in South Africa. But you know why though? It's because the UK one is filmed in 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 Gold Coast. Yeah, so, and so, is so the then German they one. think that it's the same thing. So oh, the German the one. And then what's yeah, the German one's well, from there too. Is the is the new one is in the new one the Gold Coast? It's uh, it's twelve celebrities trapped in a in a nightclub uh, in the Gold Coast and they're trying to get out. And, and it's crazy. So, they probably know. wouldn't even try. They'd be like, whatever. This is where we die. Yeah, just I'll go, I'll go to the cubicle. Not together. Not together. <laughs> So going back to where we were with that, the uh, about the next top model. So next top model works out wealthy, like you said, you got a good edit, you were happy with it, and uh... back then top model happened once a year, and like there was no other, like there was other reality shows, but when you think about it, besides like Top Model and Big Brother, there wasn't really any other reality shows that just got like random yeah. strangers and put them on TV like they do now, and. That's and it was, part of the problem. It, and it was one of those shows that had a bit of clout because if you did win, it actually did set you up for a career. Yeah. And having Sarah Murdoch there, which also mm -hmm. is a bit of a powerhouse, you're just like, well, you know, this show had a bit of clout, unlike, say, if you were to compare it to Big Brother. So when you walked out, yeah. you're like, hey, I am off to LA, and, and by the way, I'm actually going to make a career out of that. That's, yeah, that's what totally. that show had. Foxtel, it was the highest rating show on Foxtel for years. Yep. Wow. Um, which was awesome. And yeah, you're right. Like Sarah Murdoch, she's like a big name. Yeah, like, she's... you know, she's a good person to be attached to a show and she's lovely. Um, but I think what happened? I literally sat my English HSE exam and I like left school at like three o'clock, like ran out of the exam. There was a car waiting for me. And I like went straight what to my flex. What a flex! What a fucking flex to the rest I of went, your classmates. I, know, I went to my fucking Harper's Bazaar cover shoot in my school uniform, and I was like in the back of this like blacked out Mercedes car, and my school principal and everyone was on the bus line like, yay! <laughs> That is a very boss move. That Out the window. So did went did my Harper's shoe, came home at like one o'clock in the morning, got back up the next day to sit my like German exam or something. <laughs> and then my dad drove me to Sydney and I had like fittings, interviews, rehearsals for the next two days, went home, did my last two HSE exams and then went back to Sydney, did the finale. And then I moved up to Sydney by myself like three days later. Oh man, this is like yeah, the, the contrast to my final year of high school where I was like, you know, I have like a, a Tchaikovsky playlist that I listen to try and get into the Zen mode and I'm like stressing out about not getting a hundred on maths. Like that's oh, that God. my See, thinking during that time. Maths, thank God. I missed, I missed out on three months of school, maybe four in year 12. So I wasn't even there. And I only did four subjects in year 12. Because I figured out a way to like fuck the system that I didn't have to be there. So you, you also did German, so you would have got a whole bunch of extra bonus points if you're doing German. Yeah, in twelve. That's I like... was doing. I did English, German, science. You have to do one. And maths, I didn't do maths. I fig. I I dropped two subjects and I picked up a TAFE course. 
So I only went to. I like. You sure it's two? It could have been three. You didn't study maths. How would you know? I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right. Good point. But I yeah. picked up studying um, makeup at TAFE because I was like, well, this will come in handy. So I was only doing four subjects. Um, so, like, there was, <laughs> I used to go to school for an hour on a Friday. And your parents are just going, why are we paying these fees? Why are we well, paying these It was a public school. Oh, so. public school. Okay. So yeah, yeah, it had been my old school because I had to, I did a whole Jamae, Jamae from. Oh, yeah. What, Public school. I changed from private school to public school. Yeah. I'm glad oh, you yeah, said you did Jamea as opposed to a Jonah from Tonga because that would be a different <laughs> conversation. I just, I just love the idea of being a parent and you send your kid to a private school. Like, how many subjects are you doing? Oh, just two this year. Okay, what are we paying for? What are we paying <laughs> yeah. for? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. See, well, mum and I talk about it all the time. We're like, I wonder what the school would have been like, like the pub, the private school, had I like been like, sorry, I'm going to piss off for three months. Yeah. And like oh, the yeah. big one, possibly the biggest year of my life. But I think I made it work. <laughs> it worked out well for me for a bit. How's your German? How's your German? Uh, du bist dicker als ich. Do you know what that means? It means you're fatter than me. Love <laughs> <laughs> it that you held on to that one. <laughs> yeah, genau. what you have to say yeah, when genau. you had the passport control in, 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 in Dusseldorf. In, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's funny. I used to be able to talk, uh, speak it really well. I could write it better than I could speak it, but it came in handy like when I was in Germany a bit for work because they love mm. the tall blonde people over there. So I'd go and shoot like lingerie stuff over there and I could like check in and like on the plane, they'd always be like, good morning, blah, and like start talking to me. And then I'm like, oh, Spreken's the English. And they're like, oh, I just saw your name on the thing and assumed. And I'm like, well, rightly right. so. So whole Snakel's heritage, it's uh, German, is it? Yes, yeah, German. How far back? Have you looked into the history? That's always fun yeah, to talk about German far. history. Oh, is it? Oh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about my German Fair history. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's funny though, because I loved it, because when you first said uh, you're fatter than me, you did it in quite a good German accent. But then when you said, Ich sprechen the English. Sprechen the English. <laughs> you just said Fucking so sprechen the mate. I know. That's like English, one of my mate. favorite things to do. I'm usually like, sprechen the Deutsch. Like, yeah. You, know. you brought up something quite interesting uh, about the yeah, social media and Instagram. And one of my favorite things is the way you handle assholes online. It's one of my favorite because I'm genuinely like, I'm, I'm new to this idea of having strangers uh, send me negative comments. And mine might be negative about, oh, your cooking looks shit. And that'll like piss me off. And Shut I, up, really? I whatever, like once or twice it has happened. And, and that's enough for me to just block someone. I'm like, fuck it, you're off. But yours is like can go from really heinous to super creepy. And I love how you just fucking punch them all down. Sometimes, well, okay, this is the thing. I had this conversation with um, Alex Perry, who was a judge on Top Model. Him and I have stayed good friends. He's the dude with the sunnies on his forehead? Yes. Yep. And yep. he gets lots of shit too. Um, and we were on the, f we did an interview together about online bullying, like at the start of the year. Um, and we were talking on the phone afterwards, just him and I, and he was like, you know what? He's like, fuck you. Like, if you're going to, like, it's just annoying how, like, people with a profile or celebs, how they're like, oh, just ignore it. It's like, no, if you're going to fucking come onto my page and be an asshole, like, I've got mm. every right to be a dickhead back to you. It's yeah. like letting, you wouldn't let someone, like, come in your house and just be totally rude to you. Right. Yeah. So you it's should, like, like, you should be able to be like, fuck off. Yeah. 
to I, I think and for me it's just more like I just I don't know Ben how have you copped anything online Ben yeah I've copped a bit but at the same time I do I just uh, um, kill them with kindness I, I just don't have the energy so I just go look thank you so much for your feedback I hope you have a great day and <laughs> sometimes I do that it just really honestly it just depends on my mood like this lady last night she was Scottish so she was like she said she messaged me and she was like I was totally like not meaning to be mean because a lot of other people tend to jump in on my posts and be like fuck you and like stick Uh, up for me which which is nice like you know support the sisters this lady commented on my picture last night on a bikini photo of me last night saying not sure I would have gone with the camel toe shot, but each to their own, I suppose. And I was like, it's not a camel toe, honey. It's a vagina. <laughs> but like, I'm like, oh why is it in on my pictures? But I have this really great one. I have a Finsta where I post like all things that I. What is that? I don't, I don't know what it is. It's a fake Instagram. Ah. Oh. Yeah, I have. Right. So you, um, com- you comment off that? No, I just like repost stuff where I can't get in trouble uh, off like yeah, my yeah, agents yeah. and potential clients, you see. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I've got, yeah, I think sometimes the, tr- I actually never got it that bad until this year. Like I never got trolled. And then I had an unfortunate incident at the, at the start of the year where I made a stupid decision to go on a show and it didn't work out well for me. First date? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. If you want me to take that out, I can take it out. But yeah, no, yeah. it's fine. People might know. So just for no. people who don't know, what, what happened on first dates? Oh, uh, look. It was, it's a show where you get like set up on like blind dates with people. And I was back in Australia doing a job anyway. Yeah. And then they asked me to do it. And then I think I said no. And then they offered more money or something <laughs> and so it was i was like yeah yeah and it was like good money and that's what pissed me off because like afterwards i was like whatever i just did it for the money which i fucking did because i actually had a, i was seeing someone at the time so i was like in no way shape or form interested in meeting anyone right and the guy i was seeing he knew that i did it i was like it's just work whatever anyway i accidentally drank too much (laughs) but the guy was so fucking boring (laughs) i just like i couldn't not and like it just the way that it was edited i was like that was was a bad edit yeah that was a fucking (laughs) bad edit it was like getting blood from a stone and I was just like having to talk the whole time. And then like my mum had just run over the cat and he was like, do you have any pets? And I as, was like- As part of the show? <laughs> yeah. He was like, do you have any pets? I was like, my mum just ran over my cat. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't put that in there. If they put that in there, that makes like, good context too. Oh, that's I great know. Context. Oh my God. But anyway, he was like, he just wasn't really saying much. And then he- Called, he asked, he forgot my name or something. And I was yeah. like, really? I think I saw it because I think it was something like where he, he called you the wrong name or didn't remember your name. Yeah, or he was like, like, I can't remember your name. And I was like, really, Peter? Like, you're on a blind date. 
like yeah, yeah, one yeah. thing, one job is remembered. It's the one job basically in life. Anytime you meet anyone, whether you're on a TV show or not, remember oh, someone's this, name. It's just I totally name. agree, Sam. This I is, totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> but also this has got the greasy fingers of a producer written all over it. Just go, yeah, yeah, just, just you know, maybe forget it. I, I, like, you wouldn't, I don't think he would have forgotten on purpose. That, that like. Yeah. So, well, I was like, I went to the bathroom and I was like, I just want to go. I was like, can I just go? And they were like, you can just leave if you want to leave. And they were like, yeah, I wouldn't even go back to the table. And I was like, oh. well, I'm not. I was like, I'm not going to not go back to the table, but I am going to go. So yeah. I like walked out and his name was Peter. And I walked out and I was like, we, I sat back down and I was like, I've got to go. I was like, nice to meet you. See you later, Paul. And I walked out. <laughs> and so then everyone I've... was like, what a bitch. She left him uh... to pay. And I'm like, no one actually pays. Like, yeah. oh, I left him to pay with the producer's credit card. Boo, fucking <laughs> who. Yeah. With the awkward so that was when you... <laughs> yeah, I got absolutely rinsed online. I think I cried for about two days because oh, I'd never man. been trolled like that before. Like I'd never, and it was just like such a blow for me personally because I feel like a lot of people had like seen me on Top Model when I was younger and kind of sit, like watched me, not watch me grow up, but you no, know, hear, followed yeah, like, yeah. my sort of trajectory. Yeah. And then to go on into the jungle and last really long in there and to have people see me in like a different light being like, oh, she's not just some model, you know, with like blonde hair and big boobs. I just feel like like all my work from the past like nine years of getting people to see who I actually was, was like undone. And now oh, everyone thinks right. I'm a huge bitch, which yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, sometimes. But <laughs> But uh, is it safe to say that, like, with the sort of news cycle and things, like, that's already people have kind of forgotten about and they're on to the, you know, yeah. master chef or whatever it is? Yeah, or... that, they do. But it's like you still get the dickheads who are like, I've got someone in my inbox that were like, you're a vapid edgelord cunt. And I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> but like, I get them. I would have thought yeah. the Victorian Electoral Commission. But, okay. <laughs> but, like, I get messages every so often and they're like, Ew, you were so mean on first dates. I'm like, that was fucking eight months ago. Yeah. And it was also filmed like 18 months ago. So you really need to move on. Have you noticed that, Simone? Do you think there's been a bit more since since people have been sort of locked down the COVID period? Or has it been less? Like, I think that's a very good point. Yes. I've had like the same, a couple of like accounts just keep going. And I'm like... You like you are. You must be bored. You must be in Victoria. Like it's the only, not... it's yeah. the only thing. But mm. sometimes I get like people who have made fake accounts, and I'm pretty sure they're people that I have once known, or you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of my favorite anti anti trolling thing you did, and I've been telling all my mates about it to do the same, <laughs> which is um, when you get like this uh, unsolicited like dick pics, like yeah. which is essentially sexual assault. Uh, I saw that you once basically sent that screenshot to all his, his family and his friends. I'm like, fucking go. I yes. did. I went That's through amazing. His, in, like his Instagram, who he follows and like yeah. whatever. Anyway. 
And, um, yeah, I sent it to all of his friends. And I was like, is this your friend's dick? Because <laughs> you know he'll never fucking do it again now. Like Never happened again. And yeah. also, I don't think I've actually gotten many dick pics since I did that. Yeah. But I, like, do call them out when I do get them. Like, I got one once and I think I, I posted it on my story and I was like, oh, my God, someone sent me a photo of a skinned rabbit. <laughs> I was like, gross. Or, like, people who, like, clearly airbrush their dick pics. And, this and it's is... like, if you've got to airbrush, like, an ingrown hair out of your dick pic, maybe don't <laughs> send it in the first my, place. My friend who is a nurse always uh, gives them medical advice saying, oh, you should get that little spot checked out and they freak the fuck out. <laughs> Oh my God, that's a good idea. Except yeah. I'm not a nurse, but I'll just recommend it anyway. <laughs> but for someone who's never sent a dick pic, and you actually kind of touched on already, is who would like airbrushing? Like, because in your in your industry, that you know, there's there's been a lot of talk that that does happen. But the idea that someone would then go so far to airbrush their own cock while they send it to you—that is a level of thought of sending a dick pic. I've never. I even know, considered. right? Like, yeah, that's where you should draw the line. Yeah, that's when you think you should stop. Yeah. Even maybe before that you should stop. (laughs) Anything unsolicited, let's just put that up there. Unsolicited dick pics, just stop. It's Yeah, just stop. Yeah. But But uh, yeah, I'm pretty lucky that I don't actually get as many as you would assume that I get. Right, right. No, but I just love the, I just love the, you know, going on the offensive. Fuck them. Because I'm a bit like, I think it was something even the other day, Ben, we had someone uh, say something negative on, and Fitbit in particular, this podcast is, the listeners are so lovely and yeah. so like, That's because nice. we just talk about like, you know, things that are personal to us more so than say in our comedy world, that they're very friendly. So when I have the odd one, I'm like, you know what? You're out. I just, I don't care. I don't, honestly, I don't care that that, that we've lost yeah. the listener. Because fuck them. You, there's no need for that. And maybe, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just sometimes, I, and maybe because it's, I'm a parent now, and maybe I wouldn't have thought this beforehand, but I genuinely sometimes, if someone's that mean, I, I genuinely feel sorry for it because I'm like, what, oh, yeah. how much energy does it take to then go through the process of airbrushing your dick and sending it unsolicitedly to someone with a profile? Like, God, it must be sucks to wake up and be you every day. Yeah, that's a good point. Also, um, side note, why don't you have a, like a sponsorship with like Uber Eats or Deliveroo? I'm, I'm, I would take it. I'll take a, I'll take Gammy Chicken. Those fuckers have got so many <laughs> plugs off me. Three plugs, definitely. They've got so... And Loon Croissants. I mean, if you're listening, guys, you know I love you and I'll still support you regardless of whether you sponsor us or not. But there's a few listeners around the country that have gone to Gammy because of this fucking podcast. And, That's awesome. you know, I'm... we need to set up a code, a Fitbit code or something like that. I'm still yet to go. Um... I'm still yet to go. Um, but, yes, yeah, Sim, so with, with, uh, with the diets and stuff like that, I love that you, you once sent me a little rough little breakdown of when you know you need to go on the shred. Um, and you've, I love, what I loved about your shred diet is there's wine built into the system. Well, so can you tell our listeners what r- roughly is your sort of, you know, when you're buckling down? And when down? do you need to do this? Mm. I usually do this like a month out before a shoot. And I do it like I'm at the sauna like three times a week. I drink about four litres of water a day. Mm. But like, so I'll train for about an hour and a half, an hour and 45 minutes. I'll have like a green smoothie for breakfast. And then I have really small meals during the day and I only like will do like 1000 calories but that's like low but it's because I'm like training and I'm working out so it's 
you know, it's manageable for me to do, like not long term, but it's mm. like it works. But, you know. And you do that for a month then? Yeah. I How's try. It wow, that's, that's pretty low. Yeah. Um, but with the, like with drinking and stuff, I, a couple of years ago when I was in the States, I used to train with Justin Gelband and he trains like all the VS girls. And, um, who is VS? Oh, Victoria's Secret? Yeah. Yep. And we were chatting like my first day that I started training with him and he was like, what's your diet like? And I was like, it's pretty good. Um, and I was like, but you know, like I will not drink. Like I've gone for stints where I don't drink for like nine months. I wasn't pregnant either. So <laughs> I just thought that when I said that. Um, yeah, I definitely wasn't pregnant, but I've gone like for nine months at a time not drinking. And like, and it's fine and it's easy. Um, but he was like, I don't want you to say that you're not going to drink because as soon as you slip up, you're going to feel like shit. And I think that's like a good kind of thing to apply. If you're like, you know, on a diet or an eating plan, I don't really like to use the word diet. I'm just like, mm. I'm just trying to like eat better or like look yeah. after yourself better. Um, I think that is like a really good point to be like, if you want it, don't like limit yourself because then when you do have it, you don't want to feel like shit. So you'd be like, Oh, I will like have a burger this week, but I'll make it myself. Right. Or I will have like, I'll have two glasses of wine this week. And it's like, you could have them both on the same day or you can have them like separate. Right, right, right. So, so you put some I... controls in, but don't make it like a thing yeah. where if it does happen where you shame yourself for it. Or... Yeah. And that's what I try and do. Um, and I think, like, I love making, like, I would eat pasta every day for the rest of my life if I could. Yeah. And maybe I could do that because I work, I'm just like, well, I work out. So I'm like, if yeah. I want to eat pasta, then that's fine. If I want to have a drink, that's fine. Because it's not like I'm doing all this stuff and then kind of not counteracting it. It's yeah. like, I think when you're like, indulge, 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 it's like, you've got to have some sort of level. Yeah, it's a I basic, try to keep so, mine level. Yeah, the calories in versus calories out type exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah, that's how I'm trying to be. And so with, with those trainers, like we've never spoken to anyone who's had access to like essentially like Hollywood trainers and stuff like that. Was there any kind of insight that they uh, dropped on you that you never really thought? I mean, I mean, this is a good one, what you said, which is about, you know, don't, you know, penalize yourself just because you had a couple of glasses of wine or whatever. But is there any other specifics like that that you didn't um, really think about? I'm trying to think. He just, like, he, most of them have said they're like, you need to, like, eat. It's not about, like, restricting, which goes against what I just said. I <laughs> but I'm, like, still eat. I just eat, like, very at strategic times. But, um, right. yeah. What, like, how does the strategic times work? Sorry to get down into the specifics, but when, you, when um, earlier you like, said you have, like, small meals across the day. Yeah, how do you spread I'll that have... out and what do you, like, do? Well, I'll do, like, when I get home, I'll have, like, from the gym, I'll get home at, like, oh, well, from gym, then Pilates, Pilates I get home at about yeah. quarter past seven. So I'll have, like, a green juice or a green smoothie. Which your something. recipe is delicious, by the way. The oh, my God, isn't me. it so good? Mm. How good is it putting green tea as, like, a base? Um, anyway. It feels so, like, it feels so nutritious and, like, I know. Like a sip of it. yeah. It's so good. Um, Fuck it, so, I might do that today, actually. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> I know, you've, like, inspired me. I'm gonna have, I've am gonna. i been having a different one now. I'll send it to you. It's, like, a liver cleanse one. 
Oh, okay, doing cool. that, it's like drag. If you don't mind, I might share it on our fit, uh, podcast Instagram. Yeah. yeah. People love to try stuff. Except Dragon liver cleanse. Every, every, every time I hear liver cleanse, it, it just brings me back to when my mom was going through menopause and then she went through it and then we were all <laughs> left going through a liver cleansing diet ourselves. I'm oh, my God. Me. Did she have that cookbook? Yes, she with the lady with the curly hair. Yes, with that lady with the curly hair. I know the book. (laughs) And I'll tell you what. My mum still got it. The one thing that I'll never forget is, guess what? I'm going to tell that woman if I ever meet that woman in person. Tahini is not a replacement for peanut butter. I'm telling you right now. It's very true. It's oh not my a replacement. God. It's not I a replacement. I feel your pain. I know exactly what you're talking about. Just, just, and I remember because we'd eat the meals and then at the end, mum would get hot flushes anyway. So I was like, well, what's the point? What's the There's point? There's no point. Oh my God, that's hilarious. I know the book. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think um, a lot of people went through that when they were kids because every like mum who was going through menopause was like, I yeah. need to do something. And it must have worked in some cases, but I just like, I look at Tahini and I, I, sh- I, I, I just shrug. I just go, no, 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 please, no, no, no. Um, I will have to point out that what, my mum was not going through menopause because she'd be very offended. <laughs> she was. Um, but yeah, no, I know the book. It's She'll like get- full of weird shit. Yeah, she'll get so offended. She'll, she'll probably change her change her surname. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she will. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. a green smoothie for brekkie, and then uh, and then I have two scrambled eggs with a bit of goat's cheese, and then for lunch I'll maybe have like three little. I'll have like a wrap with like three, like a you know those ones that are like mountain wraps. They're super no. low calories. Yeah, the, you can the get them like ones? rice. The yeah, the rye ones. The yeah. one in the blue okay. packet. I'm going to write that down. They're, they're um, great. They're good. They're, they're really the, good. The best for kids' what? snacks as well. They're wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my niece eats them. So I have yeah. that with like um, like the like a really light cheese, three falafels, mm. and like some avo. And but, then. But do you have the problems in mind that if you do make a wrap, any moisture that gets in it, the wrap falls apart? Yes, that's the shit thing about mountain wraps. They like yeah. crumble a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I, if you cut them in half, it's like quicker. Yeah, um, and then what do I have? And then I will have like a juice or something. But I like spend so much time drinking water that like I don't right. like it's good in between meals. And then for dinner, like I just have like chicken and veggies. Which right. is kind of boring, but I actually don't mind it. Like, if, as long as you season shit, and I put garlic on everything. We so talked it's about like, garlic powder a couple of weeks ago and the magic of garlic powder. Garlic powder's the shit. And, yeah, just put that shit on everything and then it's fine. But, like, I'm lucky. Well, I think it's lucky because I know lots of people who struggle with, like, their weight or whatever. They're, like... Um, you know, snack through the day, and I'm not wow. that person. Like, oh, I'm, really? Well, I think it's because when I was a kid, like, I hated all the food that my mum bought because she had that stupid cookbook. So I never <laughs> used to fucking eat it. I'd like wait. Like, so I'm not like if we're if I'm on set somewhere and there's like if there's like snacks and stuff out, I'm never like constantly like snacking or grazing like in between meals, which I think is like a massive um, so, thing so that if, people have. So when your mum mm. said, come on, quick, run to the bench and have some sesame seed snacks, you're like, no. Nah. Serious? Yeah, I know that, yeah, those ones are gross. And like what are, my friends never wanted to come to my house when I was little because we never had any good food. 
what what are your big big food, food indulgences do you have like are you sweet tooth are you fried no, what's your i'm oh my god i'm obsessed with burgers and well right. besides pasta yeah. it's those two things which is so like unless you i feel like burgers are fine if you make it yourself it's like if you get it from somewhere else but I'm i like making, went I'm through a phase them making them oh good you know you should look up um look up the shake shack sauce recipe i'm writing that down as well that's just so great i'm low calorie mountain wraps and shake sauce recipe (laughs) shake shack sauce it's like shake um mayonnaise it's got to be hellman's mayonnaise tomato sauce and like the juice from a jar of like gherkins Oh, I've got all nice. that at home. And would it go with halloumi, though? That's the question. Yeah, it goes with everything. Right, there we go. It's so good. Right, we'll see how it goes. But tonight. yeah, I just try and um, I use that app, my fitness pal. That's yep, really yep, good. Yeah, I've started using it, and that's because once I, I, just to let people know, I, I sort of spoke negative about it because I found it too tedious. But the truth is, once you have a bit of a routine down, it's just a copy and paste. Yeah, you just click the thing. Yeah. Um. So like I like if I make a green juice or whatever, like I measure out like on the scale. Mm. But what I do is I try and enter it as close as possible, like into the app, and then. I have like a little book where I write everything down and like actually like Google it to see what right. it's like. And so I find that like at the end of the day, if I sit and write it down, I kind of like, I don't know, I feel good when I do it. So I'm like, Meh, yeah, cool. but that's a, that's like a, almost a form of journaling. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that's how a lot of people start, that they start writing it down themselves at the start. Like, you know, when they talk about, you know, before the apps was if you write everything down, then you know what you've eaten and then it, and yeah, you exactly. start eating less. Because with the apps, everyone's looking for that one app that'll help them not eat that much. But then what they do is they'll get the app and then realize there's actually a fair bit of infrastructure, like putting in the quantities and getting yeah. all your meals down. That once you've actually put the effort into the infrastructure, then the app works itself. But the amount of people who yeah. download an app and go nah it doesn't work it's like no it's because you yeah. didn't put any effort in the first place it's also like annoying it's so handy i've got a scale like a food scale that's mm. really handy but like the also there's the feature that you can scan barcodes yeah so i that love works that one well yeah mm-hmm. except i do pardon me i count calories not kilojoules but honestly and I never thought I'd be one of those people who do count calories, but like, I don't see it as a bad thing. I think it's just more of like an accountability thing. Right. Like I personally, for me, I feel like it makes me make better choices. Cause I'm like, mm. okay. Like I usually try and like, um, I'm like, if I have like a lot calorie amounts yeah. for well, certain so- meals. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Because you sort of, I, I would say from my own experience, for me, calorie counting didn't work when I first started uh, my weight loss stuff because it was also overwhelming. I just wanted to take out all the effort and thinking behind mm. it. So mine was just when I was like 125 kilos, when I first started all this, I was like, all right, what's the minimum I need to do? Which was at the time uh, that slow carb diet where I just avoided carbs for six days of the week and then ate, uh, you know, proteins and, and yeah. veggies for six and then the seventh day, no rules. So just breaking it down into those simple things made it easier than trying to track my calories and stuff, especially when I was touring, like it was really hard. Yeah. Whereas now in lockdown, 
now that I've sort of got to this point where I'm, I'm, I know what I like and don't like, I can start to refine it and I'm cooking more as well. So it's easier to actually track, you know, how much oil I put into that particular thing. You yeah. know what I mean? So, so I think it just depends on like, there's so many different ways to do it. It's just up to you, which works for you, I guess. You know what I mean? There's no right or wrong way yeah. as long as you're consistent with it. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Um, okay. Like usually on like Saturdays, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do my own thing. Like I've got time to make my own pasta or whatever. But I just think it's like if you make it yourself and you're using like good ingredients, then like fucking go for it. Like do whatever you want. <laughs> like. And that's what we've been teaching our kids. So that if it comes from the garden and then you start cooking it or you're baking at home, there's that level of moderation because like yeah. as a parent counting calories in front of kids, it's not the greatest look, okay? Because you're already, you're already, yeah. You know, restricting and, and it's such an issue and that having too many calories is a bad thing which you don't want them to be fogged up in the head with that. yeah no so, hence if you do put the infrastructure in putting into the app that you can do it away from the kids but it's also the thing you know that my partner is a lot better than i am is that you know all food is great and that sometimes just the reward system is out of the way so it's just that thing where it's like actually yeah. an apple is as good as a carrot not that oh you'll get an apple if you eat the carrot that kind of you know you know yeah sort of, yeah, I gave the analogy of the carrot in front of the stick yeah. and just realized that I was using You could have carrot. said carrot and celery stick. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but also, Sim, I think what you said is true with the calorie counting thing about what I find is it, it starts to, the numbers look like fuel yeah. as opposed to just like necessarily like this is bad. I had this, you know, uh, amount of fat in this particular thing. I'm like, no, well, that's fuel that I've added yeah. to my tank, you know? See, I don't need... What were you going to say, Ben? No, I just reckon, do you reckon there'll be a time, like you think about how fast smartwatches has come, but will there be a time where, you know, we just download the app and we're on our phone and then whatever we eat, there's some way that technology just knows oh my God. how much calories have gone into. I we would laugh not about want that, that now. We laugh about that now, but that could genuinely, AI could get that good that you'd be like, I ate an apple and it just registers on your watch straight away. Can you imagine that? I'm pretty sure like people, like, a lot of people that Tim Ferriss interviews, they have like trackers in their thing to sort of ma- maintain their ketones and ketosis and all that type of shit or something like that. But, you know, we'll get there one day. Hey, let's, uh, we need to start wrapping up, yep. but I have to ask you, milk bots, what the oh fuck's going on there? Oh my God, Dill, you've got to do it. I love having a bath and I will put like, I go and buy like four liters of full cream milk and I put it in the bath because it's like the enzymes in the milk act as like an acid and it makes your skin so soft i first saw that i was like oh fuck she's lost it she's gone she's lost she's it. gone no she's i've gone. been doing it for but, years for years so where do you where did you first hear about it um it, well it was like a cleopatra thing but um oh, not cleopatra's many, insta <laughs> yeah cleopatra posted about on her instagram um actually i found out about it because not many people know this but year a couple of years ago i was really really sick and i had psoriasis over about 90 percent of my body which psoriasis it's a fucking like skin condition where your skin cells like reproduce every day instead of once a month but I basically did everything. Like I went to like different doctors, but I was just like, I'm going to fucking cure this myself. So I started doing, that's when I started really kind of doing like juices and things. That's like when I got into like, you know, being, taking better care of myself from the inside. 
Okay. So like with supplements and green juices and stuff, but I was like, I'm going to have a milk bath and it was just like good for your skin. It's like soothing. Um, but yeah. So it's half milk, half water. Is that, there's a ratio, uh, isn't it? No, no, I just pour in like four liters of water, yeah. uh, four liters of milk. I don't know how many liters of water my bath holds, but yeah, right. Like if, when so I how long sit are you... in the bath, I don't, t- I can't touch the end of the bath, and I'm five eleven. That's the dream bath. I've never been able to fit in a bath. Oh like, my it's... god, it's the best. It's, it's... Like... Is yours a height or a width problem, Ben? Uh, <laughs> both, because I've been trying to get because uh, I miss my plunge pool, so I've been trying to get a a decent bath or decent sized thing out the back of my yard, and I can't mm. find anything. I can't find anything because right. it's either it's a small bath that you put inside, or you have to get it custom made where you see those you know someone. Who's I swear, people use like deep freezer, deep freezers. Now I've gone. That down. seems a bit fucking dangerous. If and you scary, ask yeah, me. yeah. The electricity. No, 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 because you can set it all up. Trust me, I've watched way too many YouTube videos on this. You can yeah. do it. But you can't get them at the moment because they're sold out. Ah. Uh, what about a wheelie bin? Just jump in a wheelie bin. No, yeah, that's a good idea. We've done that as well. Uh, too many accidents. Too many accidents <laughs> of people falling over. Um, if I've got tan on like I do now, believe it or not, I'll put milk and I put a bit of bicarb soda because it's just kind of like a thing. It just makes your skin soft. Wow. Yeah, see, this, yeah. Is, this, is, the, this <laughs> is the shit that we don't get to hear about, Ben. For no, the, the, you know, milk bars. Someone is so... <laughs> Milk bus. I usually, whenever I post it on my Instagram, I get like the craziest messages. People are like, "What are you doing?" And they're like, "Does the milk curdle?" And I'm like, "Well, no, because like milk curdles if it boils, and I'm not sitting in fucking boiling water." Like, Maybe it was a compliment trying to say you're hot. That's how I would received it. But also, imagine you like getting stopped at like Woolies because they think that you're doomsday preparing with I four liters of milk. You're like, no, no, I'm just having a bath. It's, yeah, so it's I love it. And also, do you shower like, afterwards? Do you drink? No, I don't. Milk? So just water. Just. Mm-hmm. No, oh just, my god! She just rolls on top of a big cookie and eats it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a there's a calf somewhere in country New South Wales going. That's my fucking dinner, asshole. Oh, that calf's long. Dude, it also reminds me though, like um, when I was little, like being at the farm, my grandfather, like at the end of, like we'd get up every morning and like go watch the milk the cows, and like feed the calves, and then also would go do that in the afternoons. We'd all sit like on top of the rails, like where all the cows were, and watch, and then the big like vat of the milk my grandfather used to pick me up and i used to like stick my head in and like look at it all in there like swishing around and every time without fail he'd be holding me and he'd go and like pretend to throw me in so it's like i think it's like more of a like i like it as well because it's like a nostalgic thing for me i mean it's a good thing that they didn't show you about bull husbandry and you're going i want to swim in that as well oh i know right but it yeah, it's really good for you. I oh, um, implore you all to try it out. Well, let's, let's, that's a good note to leave it on. Our listeners, have a crack at the milk butt. Let us yeah. know. Seriously? I don't have a butt. No, because, it, I mean, again, we're all about trying to find new uh, ways to feel better about ourselves because what's the fucking point of living here if you're not going to feel happy? So if exactly. this is something that you, you reckon has, softens your skin, fuck it, I'll give it a crack if I had a butt. The problem is, you know, where Dill, just go to, go to your local pool. Take some yeah. milk. Take some milk. <laughs> go find a fountain. Just bury my face. You know what? I'll bury my face in a bowl and see how long. Like if that softens my skin. Well, it's like know. if you put like a probiotic yogurt or something on your face. 
See, I don't even do that. I just have my Aesop uh, uh, moisturizer and Aesop uh, scrub. That's my oh, favorite. Oh, no, when I was in the States, I used to go, there was a place down the road from me. Um, it's called Beverly Hot Springs, and it's a Korean spa. And you go, oh, my God, I was there once, and Sharon Stone was in the fucking sauna with me, and I was oh like. God. Are you serious? Yeah, and I was like, didn't want to, like, be staring at her, so I'm, like, like sitting there, and I was like. Were you sitting opposite her and did she cross her legs? <laughs> no. And I, we were like sat next to each other. Can you imagine oh, that? Wow. I would have done that to her. Yeah, so we were in there and oh, then man. like I came out and I was in the hot spring and like everyone's like nude. It's like chicks only. And the lady came out and she was like, Sharon. And I was like, oh, Shaz. Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my um, hey, uh, Simone Holsnagel, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all yeah, of that amazing. with us. I really, really appreciate Thanks you taking the time. Thanks for having me. Mate, uh, we usually do plugs here, but I think anyone who's uh, listening to our podcast probably know most of your social media. It's Simone Holtznagel on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And Correct. anything else that you want to plug? Nah, I'm shit at Twitter. <laughs> Benny, we've got uh, patreon.com slash fitbedpod yes. and your Ben Lomas comic on Instagram and I'm Dilruk J on Instagram and my stand-up special Bundle of Joy is still available on Amazon Prime. Check it's it out. It's so good. Thank you, mate. Yes, yeah. thank you again for, for you know, messaging me when you watched it. I appreciate it. That was very I cool. Loved it. Awesome, and also, awesome. just for listeners, uh, the snack size. So anyone who's listened to that, uh, welcome new Patreons. We've got quite a few. Oh, already, yeah. So. We've uh, released a little bite-sized version little bite-sized of our, one of our Patreon, uh, Patreon episodes. And so. a lot of people have loved it. And, uh, yeah, check it out. Make sure you see it. All right. Thanks, Simone. And I think that's it from everyone. Th- Simone, thank you so much, mate. Bye, guys. Thank Enjoy you. the fresh pasta. Yeah. I will. I'm going <laughs> to do it again. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.